What's up, everyone? I'm Peter, a designer for Random Golf Club, and Eric is giving me 30 seconds to talk about something special we released last month, the Sherpa jacket. Usually when I play winter golf, I toss on like four of the most random things from my closet and just accept that I'm going to be freezing by the turn. That's why we took your favorite fleece and made it so you can actually swing in it. That means underarm ribbing for flexibility and a pretty chill zipper pocket on the left chest. And it's crazy warm. We only have a few left, so head to the link in the description and grab a Sherpa from the shop. Okay, back to the pod. Um, so you were asking me about the uh, run of show. Is there one? There, there's no run of show. I love that. The, the run of show is... I. I <laughs> we're getting the mic set up. I, I don't... I, I, I know you. Sure. But I don't really know you. We're going to find out. What's your last name? Young. Because on, uh, on Instagram, it's not Young. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it's well, not. The Instagram handle, Thick Owens, what is it? Uh, Thick Owens is uh, a joke on Rick Owens, the okay. designer. Okay. I was heavy in the fashion world for a bit. and uh, I would say you still are. Yeah, fashion adjacent, I would suppose. But like, uh, yeah, thick. I was husky as a kid. What does that mean? Just like big boned. Oh, really? I went to a Catholic school, and all the uh, uniforms that I had to buy, I, I had the husky fit. <laughs> Is that a thing? That's a real yeah. thing. Because yeah. right now you're what? You're six one one sixty three. I I'm very flattering. Thank you. <laughs> I feel like I maybe I'm six foot. Um. Six foot, like 165, 170. Okay. We're pretty close. I grew into my body. Um, so by yeah. way of introduction, for those of you listening, Cole, uh, we're, we're at a house in Hollywood here. You fit here better than I do. You, we're, we've got uh, Gucci loafers, green <laughs> socks, extra baggy khakis, a belt. What's the belt? Um, just a simple, yeah, just a regular old belt. It's like a Michael Jordan kind of belt, exactly. like very simple with a tucked exactly. in T-shirt that says Country Club in reverse mm -hmm. that you designed. Yes. So uh, we met at a couple parties in L.A. You used to work with Stephen Malbin, mm -hmm. and uh, you did a lot for him, and now you're not. Now you're doing a lot for you. Correct. Go. <laughs> um, I mean, working with Steve. The creative genius he is and helping build the Malvin Golf brand was um, kind of my kickstart into the, well, the hybrid woke golf community that we're all living in right now. Woke, woke golf community. Tell me more. Um, I mean, we're in this like crazy renaissance period where golf, I mean, it still sucks, but it's like, <laughs> doesn't suck nearly as bad. <laughs> Wait, why does golf suck? Um... Golf sucks because it's still six to eight years behind normal real life. Like what, what the tastemakers are doing right now in other uh, kind of creative communities. Golf is still a ways back. What other communities are you thinking of when you say that? Like, like what, what, what can we strive to be like? Um, the art world, the music industry uh fashion world um just any part of like timeless design or or creative kind of just stimulating uh industries architecture um you know obviously like there's no uh 
no one person saying, oh, it's time for us to like mid-century modern stuff, or it's like, it's time for us to like joggers. Like no one's, you know, saying that outright. But I think that there's, we're, we're bouncing um, this cyclical, like, uh, you know, method of, of saying what's cool and what's not cool off of other industries, right? So, um, you know, the way that uh, clo- the clothing industry has taken to, um, you know, being more uh, environmentally sensitive. There's a bunch of brands that are interested, like Noah's doing the completely recycled, like, trash T-shirt. Um, I think that those kind of influences or, or want to better old time or like old product is, uh, is kind of where we need to be focusing on. So, so golf is, uh, golf is getting there, but it's not quite there. And so I, I, I hear you already sort of laying the foundation for what metal would, would be, but before we get there, mm-hmm. your company, I, I'd like to go just further back. The last thing you said that I, before I interrupted you was, um, you know, your uh, kickstart into the woke golf community. So, mm-hmm. so go back to the story of kind of how that all happened. Yeah. So I, I grew up playing golf my whole life. I played in high school. I got recruited to go play golf at Loyola Marymount university. Um, was fully engulfed in like the junior and amateur golf circuit. Um, and then after college, I just got a job working for Revolve and Forward.com, which is their sister site that was a little more like high-end luxury stuff. So I was a buyer. Um, was so, so for a lot of people don't know what the fuck a buyer is. Right. Well, I, I don't even. I think I know. It means you buy. Yeah, what? you're you're like a trend forecaster, and you are using and allocating budget from the, the retailer. We're to talking go. like millions? Yeah. Yeah, millions of dollars to go be a professional shopper. And, like, for any buyer that might be listening, like, that might be a dig. But, um... Face it. I mean... It'd be like that. Yeah, I think uh, you're you're using your... What finger you have on the pulse of of fashion to, like, predict, oh, the people are going to be buying bright orange bombers next season so we're gonna go heavy on bombers and what do you mean when you go heavy on bombers you mean you're gonna go out to everyone that's making clothes Mm -hmm. because the the, you know direct to consumer is still sort of flipping over Mm -hmm. right we're taking advantage of that yeah so so you're saying everyone that's got this thing i'm gonna buy that i'm gonna buy a thousand of those and then we're gonna sell it on our site right that's what a buyer is basically yeah you're basically saying you're you're basically betting yeah you're basically gambling you're taking bets on uh, color stories. You're taking uh, bets on like silhouettes, like when camp collar uh, button-down shirts were like huge three, four summers ago with the Patagonia baggies. Like, uh, you know, as a buyer, you would try to get those in your store a season ahead of time. And uh, do you? Uh, what's your what's your kill rate? Um, <laughs> in terms of, I mean, you like base success off of turn and like uh, profit margin. Okay. Uh, one of Revolve and Forward's big win in 2017 and 18 was Fear of God. Oh, sure. Yeah. Like placed a fat bet on Fear of God and it paid off. So, okay. Yeah. It's so interesting, right? So this is something I know nothing about. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you go into that. First of all, I didn't know you played 
college golf, your swing would definitely suggest it. <laughs> you you, ha- you have one of the nicest swings on Instagram, and my only complaint is I don't see more of it. Oh, thank I you. just want swing videos from Cole. Should I just completely revamp my Instagram to just be like the Milky Golf page, or it's just like yes, yeah, please? Uh, could okay. you make you could make just like a private page for me because because <laughs> I, I will look at it. It's very Tiger O two. Wow, that's the best. That's the nicest thing anyone's ever said to me. It, no, it's not. Oh yeah, it's good. Is Thank it not you. Tiger O two? Am I blind? Um, I mean, if you're looking at the pants, maybe. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I I focus on tempo. Yeah, a lot. So Good. I get really like bothered by my path. But if you take my videos of my swing from different, certain angles, you won't see that. <laughs> so, right. Well, anyway, congratulations on having Thank a great you. swing. I was actually thinking recently because I was, you know, getting kind of burned out on social, and I was like, you know what I should do is just post swing videos and then write whatever the fuck I want. Yeah. But, you know, what I mean, don't post it unless I have something to say. Mm-hmm. And and the swing video is just sort of like a, it's like a, it's almost like a number, like a placeholder. Right. Right. So. We could do that together if you want. I would love that. Yeah, if you, you know, yeah. whatever. <laughs> okay, so and then you're you're kind of you've got a job now. Then I'm going back in time. Yep. And then what happens? Um. So I'm working at Revolve and Forward for a little over two years, and um, I see my friend Orla uh, from Venice Beach uh, playing golf on like the driving range on Instagram. Um. I know her from just working in Venice. I worked for a showroom before Revolve uh, that was doing like Levi's skateboarding and commuter. Um, it was like a sales and marketing agency. So we were doing like crap eyewear and like a bunch of other brands from Australia. And I know her from just like going out in Venice. And I hit her up. I said, I had no idea you played golf. Like, what's up with this? And she goes, I don't, but I'm getting into it. My good friend Erica and her husband Steve are starting this golf brand. So I'm like, what like that's okay so tell me more is it like is it going to be travis matthew is it going to be right because at that point you don't know that steve's a wild man and Eric right is exactly just a boss. i don't know anything about them and then i find out that the last name's malbin i do my googles and like there's this guy frank 151 from new york who's you know touched every bit of counterculture that i align with like working with scion to launch this car brand with People like Ramelzy and and uh, I, they did like a mixtape. I'm pretty sure like Talib Kweli was on it or something like that. So, so this is like five years ago. Mm, yeah. So this is this is about the time I think right maybe the right after I met Steve, but it was like all Melbourne golf was was like kind of just like a weird Instagram page that was just like rad photos. Yeah. And yeah, I remember we, like, we and it had a glove. And yeah. It had a hat and the the buckets yeah. logo. Right before the glove, maybe, maybe like, I don't know how, maybe a year before, like, I don't know how, but we, st- I think he posted a photo from Wilshire. And I, mm. at the time, was a member there. And I was like, wait, are you're in LA? Like, I love your vibe. And this is like, this is pre golf influencer, right? Yeah, probably. There's like, it, it, social media hadn't like Im- impenetrated golf yet, it felt like. Yeah. Like, it, it, maybe even the PGA Tour didn't even have an Instagram account. It was, it was a weird time. Yeah, it's a weird time for golf. Um, I mean the I'm trying to think who were like the early golf and golf influencers. They were all they were probably like professional golfers or just like coaches, right? Like Yeah. Uh I remember watching George Gankis videos super early on. Right, right. Which was like that that was golf influence. Did you ever get did you ever get into Shields into Rick? Um 
Not, not really. No. Just because we're friends, I'm not. I don't. It's okay. I'm not gonna. Yeah. No. I. I mean. I. I I'm not gonna I've tell seen. Him. I've seen his. Dude, Rick Shields blew <laughs> blew up the resin spot. Well, yeah, for that. Bummed about that. Why? The, Wait, maybe I don't know what you mean. He blew up the resin spot. What does that mean? RZN, the golf balls. Yeah. In college, we got these. We were a Nike team. Okay. And we got these golf balls from Nike. It was the Nike resin RZN. It yeah. was like a certain. It was like the type of core in the golf ball. We had like the Rory McIlroy prototype golf balls called the resin dot and they were like the best golf balls in the world and then when nike stopped making equipment in 2016 that resin technology was made by the company that made resin golf balls and so they carried on they used to make like 20 dollars boxes of balls that were like this tour prototype golf ball and then he did a video on them and now they're all sold out can't get them oh yeah he literally just, just blew the doors off of it. Dang. <laughs> yeah, that sucks in hindsight. I didn't even know that. It happens. But yeah, no, th- this is a time where it's like, it's almost like um, if if we're zombies, we were all sleeping. Mm-hmm. And we were waiting for some type of flute to wake us up. Right. And then Steve's arm reaches out of the ground. <laughs> He's got a like long this. arm. Yeah, he does. This is a loud long, voice. arm. Yeah. Uh, so, so you meet with Steve, but what's that? What's that like? Um... I remember leaving work early to go to Fairfax to go see the store on like opening day. And it was like any other boutique on Fairfax. It's like white walls. There's like three t-shirts on the rack and it's merchandised beautifully. And they have a golf simulator in there. And that was the future of golf to me. Not like, I love Roger Dunn, but like not a rounder rack of like discount neon green golf shirts from like Cutter and Buck. Like it was a thoughtful golf brand that um, was about to start this wave that we're all riding right now. So, but meeting Steve and, and meeting Erica was great. They were, um, we got lunch. Uh, they, I had come to them with this idea uh, fairly early on that was like, you have to make a mob and golf team. And like, I played college golf. I went to high school at like Sandra Shoffley's like rival high school team. I know mad people that are going to go pro or like are, will be really good. So just put them on flow team and, and try to, you know, uh, own market share on junior tours and, and the PGA. And I think it was a little early. They obviously like didn't, the brand wasn't to a point where they could flush people with product like yeah. that. Um, but they were very interested in getting the go- the brand off the ground. And with my, like my wholesale relationships, my brand relationships, um, I just wanted to be a connector of dots. So I started there like part-time in August of 2017, I believe. Um, and I was just kind of helping them through product development and, and introducing them to people. Not that Steve really, really needs help with being introduced to anybody, but, uh, but yeah, that was like my first role there. And then I, I be, like went full time in April or, uh, March of 2018. And then was the brand director there for two and a half years. So, so for the most part, people that know Melbourne golf as a brand, as a, as a shirt, as a thing, as a sock, as a whatever, mm-hmm. 
you had a large part to play in in making it look that way. I'm actually Partly. asking. I don't really know. Yeah, I think um, Steve does such a good job of doing. I guess the not golf stuff, and I was just there for the badge of approval in like the golf, like competitive golf world, or like the like, I guess not the inner circle. I don't even know what I'm trying to say, but like yeah, we can move on. Yeah. So I, I'm actually curious to know though, from like Cole's eyes, right? Like. I, I was getting really interested around the point when we were describing the world of like, 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 um, you know, it's the part of the movie where they're like, we don't have a hero. And the hero is kind of this like X-Men kind of like group. Right. Right. Moving forward and saying, you know, fuck this. Like, th this is actually not the game that we like to play because it doesn't represent me as a person. And so I'm curious to know, like, as you exited that and, and moved on to start Metalwood, mm -hmm. which I have, I really want to learn more about, what, 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 you know, like every every journey we take, we leave with something. And mm -hmm. so, like, what did you leave with is what I'm kind of curious about. You know, what, how did it affect you? A really, really good understanding of how small companies grow. Um, Please tell me. <laughs> <laughs> Um, leverage. What does that mean? Lever leverage is good. Um, like blackmail? No, <laughs> not like blackmail. No, I think um, knowing what you're really good at. Got it. And and not backing down from that. Um, Malbin is really good at talking to someone that's seeing golf for the first time. Um, which is great. That that was the whole point of having the store in Fairfax because there was a launch monitor in it or like a a full swing simulator in it and there was a skateboard shop-esque kind of vibe to it so when people are on fairfax shopping for supreme or jordans or rip and dip or whatever and they come to our store they're like what the fuck is this and it's their first interaction with golf um and that's what the malbin message was it's just like this is this is golf hello nice to meet you um would you like to give it a try we're not gonna like get bummed if you smoke a joint on the balcony or on the stoop or like have a couple beers just like let your hair down and go um so that's i mean they were really good at that um i think my approach is similar in that like i i want to help people realize that you don't have to be a professional golfer to wear golf clothes similar to like how Lululemon, you don't have to be like a professional runner to wear Lululemon or a professional athlete. And um, I think the p way people shop for golf costumes kind of bums me out because there is such thing as like a golf costume where like that polo is not going to fly anywhere else but the golf course. What is that polo? To I want to hear your picture of that polo. Um, a lot of spandex. Yeah. A lot of birds of paradise on it. Like as skinny as it could be. Right. Yeah. I'm not going to single out one single polo. Yeah. I would love to, but yeah, I'm sure you have a lot of like darts on your wall. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I love that man. And I think that is really key. I mean, I think the, the, the worst feeling is 
okay, I'm going to go play golf. What the fuck? I got a what? I got, where's the part of my closet that has all the shitty clothes in it? Mm-hmm. Okay, now I got to put those on. And then when I'm done with golf, like I, I, I need to go change somewhere. It's like right. Superman. Right, exactly. Like, I got to go change back into my real clothes because I'm a loser mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. When did that flip for you? Did you, you, you had that, I'm assuming, in the years like uh, after college, I'm assuming. Or did you just always say, fuck it? No, because I was a college player that was wearing spandex pants, and I looked like a Nike athlete. I have to see a picture. I, I'll, I'll find one for you. <laughs> I it's have to see a photo. Bad. It's bad. White belt? No. Yeah. Really? 1,000%. Wow. Or do you think you can... Can you bring the white belt back? It's going to be tough. I, that's a hard ask. Um, A plain white, like, J.C. Penny belt is tough. Yeah, it's tough. If you do, like, ostrich or, like, an alligator print one, <laughs> we might be talking, but... yeah. It's also difficult because you have to match with your shoes. And there's not a lot of shoes out there. I mean, belts always have to match your shoes. I I I disagree. I'll do belt match pants mm-hmm. and pretty much white shoes. All yeah, white white shoes is a it simplifies it. Yeah, definitely. It's tough for it's tough, you know, it's funny cuz the the my golf fashion world is kind of unique because like I'm usually playing golf out of a suitcase. Right. And in adventures in golf, I never wore golf clothes. Mm-hmm. Like in the beginning, I wore these fucking weird outfits that I, I look back now and I'm like, I can't watch this episode. But, <laughs> you know, but, you know, I'm happy that I like, did. Give me, it. give me an example. What was Mumbai? What was Mumbai, I wore a matching female pajama set for the intro. It was like shorts and a top with a matching, like super dense paisley esque print on a red kind of light fabric. It sounds kind of chic. It, <laughs> Honestly, I wish I had it right now. <laughs> if I was wearing it right now, I went through a period. I think um, I went through a period of like really peacocking with the clothing, mm-hmm. and then I think I wanted to do exactly the opposite. So beige became my favorite color, and I'm I'm slowly moving away from that. I'm still I'm still into it, but mm-hmm. yeah, beige is a bad. I, I love beige, especially because when you're traveling again, it's like super easy to pack beige white black like mm-hmm. you don't need to think too much yeah you start peacocking all of a sudden you could show up with a fucking mess right you're cl- automatically cl- clashing with that pillow yeah <laughs> we don't look as good on this couch with the city in the background so. it's tough you know yeah. but um okay so then um so then one day you wake up and you're like i got it it's metalwood what's that day like um I don't know if it was like that necessarily. Yeah. I think um, that would have been a wild guess. That would have been crazy. <laughs> but I'd there was a, lot a further time, along if it was like There that. was a period of time where you were like, maybe there's something that, you know, maybe I need to break free. Yeah. Right. Steven, um, is the word mentor possible? Yeah, of course. Right. So you're there with him and then mm-hmm. you're like, you know what? I'm roll. I'm out. And like, it's like all love. I got to do this thing. And what is this thing? And, and how, how does one conceive the the reason why I go to it is because like mm-hmm. if someone told me they had an idea for a business on on the internet, and it would be like this thing where you type something in, and then it gives you answers, and they were going to call it Google. I'd be like, "You're fucking high. <laughs> go back to the garage and come up with a name that makes sense." Right. And so even for me, like Random Golf Club, it wasn't always Random Golf Club. I, I won't tell you the other name. Nobody, everyone who knows it is sworn to secrecy. But you know, Metalwood has a ring to it. I like it. Thank you. Where did, how, how, um, there is, uh, 
I just have a love for things that don't really make sense or like just shouldn't happen that way. Um, I mean that in a way like I think the concept of the Honda Civic having like a souped up engine like beating like a GTR or something like that, like that's funny to me, right? So if I can beat you with golf clubs from like 1995 when you're playing like a Sim 2 driver, like that's funny to me. You'll you will laugh then when we play golf. <laughs> <laughs> um, What's your handicap? Uh, redacted. What does that mean? You don't have one? No, no, I have one, but I want to get invited to member guests this year. I okay. So you don't want to say it out loud? No, I'm I'm like a scratch golfer. Okay, right. I'm like a two handicap. Right. If I could get it to a four, I would get invited to a lot more member member guests. Yeah, you need to start. Maybe start playing with me. I yeah, could I could fuck up anybody's game. <laughs> so yeah, I'll start talking to you. I'll bring out the camera. You'll be like, "What? I got what? I can give you bogeys." Great. Yeah. Let's go. I've got bogeys to spare. I love that. So, uh, so the idea is, it's it's a kind of a Danny Noonan vibe. Very much so. Like I, I, Caddyshack is well overused in our world, but but Danny Noonan is a character, right? He, he lives with like nine people in his house, but he's a fucking stick. Yeah, or like a a tin cup. Yeah, like the tin or the the muse of Metalwood is like this guy on a beat up range that is uh, had a very promising junior career and is just now super washed, but has all the signs of like someone that could be really really fucking good. Like core grips, logo down, the Pinghofer bag with the AJGA sticker on the bottom of it. Right, right. That's there's just like clear signs. Right. Like if you have a towel with like the clip that hangs onto the little D ring on your bag, I'm probably gonna beat you. What does that mean? The what is the clip? As opposed to like stealing a towel from the hotel that you're staying at for like this junior tournament that you're at and draping it over your clothes. Right. Or your clubs. There's like a certain way to put your towel on your bag. Right. In between like the driver and the long irons. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Long towel. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you nailed it. You're going to beat me in that. And I <laughs> use the clip. I use the fucking clip. Shit, man. Let's stop the pod. <laughs> I'm getting. Uh, so, I mean, that's all fine. Um, I'm, I, I knew before we started that I would get beat. But um, there's an element of nonchalance. Mm-hmm. Like whatever. Like there's. Do you, it, it, does the guy hit the range? Barely, barely. Yeah, three ball, five balls, few. Yeah, yeah, and all wedges, yeah. all just short shots. Yeah, exactly. No, I think the. <laughs> I mean, there's this there's, is not me. There's some tryhards in golf. I'm one of them. I don't think you're a tryhard. I appreciate that. I mean, you kind of are obligated to say that. I mean, I guess you could grill. I guess you could throw me back one, but I I don't know if I'm a natural. Mm. But then again, I mean, this also goes into. Um, you know, golf is just a mirror, right? Right. So I don't feel like a natural human either. Interesting. <laughs> we can unpack that later. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I, 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 um, I guess that's an interesting question, right? And and I've talked enough about myself in my life, but as you go into kind of exploring how golf has revealed Cole, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't know where you're at there. Um, yeah, I, I think Metalwood is 
unapologetically me, which is cool, right? Because like, if I have an opinion on something, like the brand's going to have an opinion on something. It doesn't mean that like, it's like high snobbery, right? It's like, uh, like there is a snobbish vibe to the brand, but it's just like, it's just my opinion on like how you should put your clubs in your bag or like if, how you should drape your towel. So that's just kind of how it ends up. Right. And so I got to look up the definition of snob really quick because, um, I, I, <laughs> I hear you saying snob and I'm like, yeah, but you're not like, it's not like a rich snob. I don't think so. Cause, no. cause a rich snob is just terrible. So I got snob as, um, just very, uh, concrete beliefs in your taste. Well, it's interesting because so snob says it's a, it's a pejorative term for a person who believes there is a correlation between social status, uh, including physical appearance, and human worth. Snob also refers to a person who feels superiority over those from lower classes. See, I actually think it's like an inverse snobbery. So mm. you look at the cats that are like, you know, $3,000 clubs, membership, grinding on the range, show up and blow one onto Beverly. Right. And you're like, yeah, go, you know, look at this fucking clown. Right. So it's like an inverse snob. We could call it bonds, which is snob backwards. I don't know if you want to invent a word today, but I'm all about wow. it. Wow. Look at that bond. Hit up Merriam Webster. <laughs> Merriam and Webster. Yeah. Um, I, I see that, though. I feel you. Yeah. So the golf costume, the, pol- the tight polo with the white belt and the pants. I just realized that like the way that I shop the clothes that I'm buying, I'm just buying them because I like them. Right. And I think that they look good on me or they have some other purpose. Um, so like when I look at a brand like Stussy, a lot of those clothes could work for golf. Yeah. I love Stussy. It's great. Right. So Stussy had like kind of a dip. It like was really cool and then it stopped mm-hmm. and now it's like cool again, which is it's super cool. Yeah, Stussy is under new management. They yanked out of like Journeys and Tillies. Okay. So and, I don't even know everything you just said I don't know. Yeah. So they they Sean Stussy's not a part of the Brian anymore. Okay. R. I. P. Sean. Is that good or bad? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I love how you're so inside. <laughs> you're deep inside. Yeah. It, it got bought by the um, Sinatra family, not Frank Sinatra, but a Sinatra family. Another Sinatra. Mm-hmm. And um, they pulled out of a bunch of retailers and really went back to like the original narrative, right? Which is like counterculture, surf-inspired garms. Right. And they hired a bunch of like really sick kids to be like the ambassadors. So like um Hank Corson and like this Jordan dude who's from the UK and they're just like in these really sick kid circles and they just seed Stussy and now they exclusively sell to like Dover Street Market and their own retail space so it's like high end yeah but okay. it's also on Trendy Golf so there you F- go fuck yeah Louis go Louis yeah go Louis Louis's a good guy um but so like I was saying the the quilted bomber vest and this contrast stitching bucket hat and like these ginormous pants, those also look good on the golf course. So I'm going to get those. So that's actually, I, I was kind of getting there of like, of like people listening to this uh, that 
you know, want to not look like, you know, uh, what's the word? Look like a blank. A Barney. A Barney. What's a, is that, what's a Barney? Is that, is that an English term? No, I just think, I, I, no, that's just what I would call that person. A Barney. Barry. You know what a Barry means in Scottish? Mm-mm. A Barry means a shit. Oh. I took a Barry. Body. A, a body. I'm not trying to call people shit, but. Yeah, no, I mean, and neither is Barry, <laughs> but, you know. Um, <laughs> Barney. But I got it. So it's like, yeah. It's just, so, so, so what do they do? I, I, you know, like, what's the advice? I mean, I, I would say. Buy Metalwood. But that's what I was looking for. Yeah. yeah. Metalwood.com. Metalwood.studio. Dot studio. Mm-hmm. And uh, what are you guys making now? Like, how how big is it? The first collection is really just an exploration of brand. So I wanted to get the word out before I sank a bunch of money, like millions of dollars, into product development. So a lot of it is on principal goods. Um, I've dabbled in accessories, making overseas, head covers, towels, all that fun stuff. Um, this next one is going to be, there's like something for everybody. So hold on. Let me just like find the test. I love button. something for everybody, dude. This is fucking fire, man. I love Thanks, it. Thanks, man. I like the, I like the colors that you've chosen too. They're kind of non obvious colors. Yeah. Bold. Oh, what's this? Oh, I love with, is this a, is this a, um, it's like a camp counselor shirt. Is it? That's an Eagle. Mm-hmm. I love Eagles, dude. You got eights and Eagles. Aren't Eagles the best? <laughs> they really are, dude. Metal Camp Metalwood, dude. That's so good. Nice visor. Mm-hmm. Is that um, is that someone else making that, or is that you? I mean, there's only one visor that matters in the whole world. High crown. Got you. Pleated pant. Is that are you guys coming out with a pant? Correct. Wow. That is a fall sample, so that's not out. That's not going to be part of this one. But okay. Um. Yeah, pleated pants. Metalwood Sod Laying Company, public and private, dude. That's just that's filled that's filled with comedy right there. <laughs> like I'm, I it's it's like so funny I can't even laugh at it. Like I need to think about it for a while. It's public and private. This is great. So, oh, I like the uh, the the. Uh, it seems like a football inspired golf polo. Yeah, big logo on the front, nipple to nipple, gigantic, obnoxious logos. As large as you can get them. I like that. And then we've got a buzz saw. This is a saw blade hat. It's like a spin milled. Spin milled. And it says Metalwood Studio. Got it. Okay. Um, Dude, it looks fucking great. Thanks, man. Oh, I saw the picture of the chair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice, uh, nice tease. I saw that yesterday. Appreciate it. Just repeating Metalwood. Dude. It's good. Honestly, it's, it's um, you know... This is a. This is a vintage hat. Mm-hmm. It looks good with this whole look. Kind of really. Did you did you kind of work with that from the inspo? Because they just go so fucking well together. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's there was. Uh, I have. Too many hats. I have just like a That's collection good. of just really old vintage stuff that I I draw inspiration from. I love it, dude. Tempo stars. <laughs> I I love the alt the alt logos and this t shirt by the way I want one absolutely I, I need to pick one up this yeah. this is the uh, inside out country club t shirt I will probably just wear that everywhere it's it, it so says the so the in or like the inspirations right please. like um eight being a quad that's a golf reference yeah 
this is a helmet lang reference so it's like fashion as far out as you can be right 2004 runway golf wait because they because helmet lang did this they put it inside yes yeah i love that thank you it's really it says it says everything you need to say because you can still fucking read it but you're like actually i'm the exact opposite i'm the glue that you know whatever it's I wore one to uh, Hillcrest with Landon. I wonder if you got a letter written home. As a t-shirt? It. No, no, the polo. You have a polo? Yeah. Where I haven't come across that one yet. That one's already sold out, so I will get you one. Oh, out. no. I think there might be really? a hidden box somewhere. I'll wear it. <laughs> I, will, I will wear it instantaneously. You may have trouble getting it off me. Dude, this is really good, man. How, how, I don't think people listening are really clear on what's your team like? Please say it's just you. He looked behind him. He looked behind him. He doesn't see anybody. There's no one out there. He's all alone. He's <laughs> dude. One man team. Fucking respect, man. Thanks, man. That, that how many hours a week is it? Um, quite a few. I mean, it's all the time. Is it's the answer, all the time? Right? You're, you're, yeah. You're starting something and you love it. Yeah. More than anyone could ever. Question. It's fun. It's fun for me. Yeah. Like yeah. I get excited. I like when I had um, a more photogenic garage before I moved. I would like live go Instagram live me packing orders, right? And like kiss the hats. Like, <laughs> thank you, Charlie, for ordering this hat. It's I love going that. in this box. Um, but I have fun packing the orders. I have fun sending stuff. I, I think that that is part of having a really personal brand. Yeah. Um, not my personal brand, but like having a, a brand that's really personal to you, right? So I literally touch every product that goes out. Not getting fulfilled out of anywhere. Um, I'm I'm like have a very, very close relationship and interaction with everybody that's ever bought anything from me. So that's really fun. That's also time consuming. We'll find out if that scales well or not. Whether or not it scales well, it doesn't matter because right now is all that matters. Right, right. You, you, you have something that you love doing, mm-hmm. and I've struggled with, um, you know, in developing a business, the concept of, you know, there's two sides to the coin when it comes to making something. There's the process of making it, and mm-hmm. then there's the goal. Right. And I actually fell into kind of like a spot last year where I was like, what? Like, I don't. I'm not. I'm not feeling it. Not and feeling what what you were making or everything 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 gotcha um I just I wasn't feeling the work that that I had loved so much right right I wasn't feeling um you know we we get into the we get into whatever it is and you can call it golf or you can call it your business or whatever mm-hmm. it is and if for me and I don't know if it's the case for everybody for the more I focus on the goal and the result the less I enjoy the process. And so it's the same with the game of golf. Like if I'm going out there and I'm like, well, the good day today is 76. It's like, well, I made four bogeys. Right. Let's yeah, exactly. leave. Exactly. Let's, and we're on eight. Exactly. So, and the same with business, right? Yeah. Like I'm making it because I enjoy it. Not because we're looking for whatever result. And so it's really cool to hear you be, you know, like also in that space of mm-hmm. like, you're the only one like that's, I don't know, dude. That's fucking rad. Thanks, man. It would be hard to teach somebody exactly what I was going for. Well, and that's why I ask is after looking at, you know, 30 photos, I see you and I think about, well, well the first thing I really thought of is Mission like. Mission accomplished. True. Yeah. But the reason why I ask that is like looking at all of this creation, right? Like it's not just like throw a logo on something. 
it's not just like oh like we did this like mm-hmm. it's it's there's a lot of moving parts and i just all i thought of at the end of looking at all of that after saying this is cool this is inventive this is creative wow was like you don't look as tired as you should maybe not you you could look a little more tired <laughs> i could i don't know what you did maybe you're drinking like green juice or something but you look you don't look you look still like you're doing good and it's i would good ima- moisturizer i would imagine this would be you're at the point now probably where are, are where are you at in terms of like work load you know what i mean you've got a red line where are you um i'm gonna go i'm gonna go crazy when i run out of ideas no never gonna happen i don't think it will no um, when was the last time you ran out of ideas you walk onto a golf course and before you even literally put the ball on the ground i'm sure you're like well, there's seven ideas. So I got to pick right. one. The hardest part is picking. <laughs> yeah. 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 The hardest part is picking um, or like coming up with this genius idea. And it's like, oh, fuck, I got to wait six months to do that. Yeah. The funniest thing for me is that I, and I heard I have you ever been to uh, there's this cafe in West Hollywood that I really like. And um, I was there and I was talking to the owner of it and we were I really like the place. Mm-hmm. And have you been have you heard of EPLP? I have. It was cooler. It was cooler. But now it's cool. It was cooler. But now it's cool. He opened up a coffee place. <laughs> Whatever. He opened up a coffee place downstairs. I love it. I, I was there this morning. Yeah. And I was talking about it. And I was like, yo, man, I love this place, dude. Like, so it opened up during COVID. And I was mm-hmm. like, I love this place, man. Thank you. He's like, yeah. He's like, you know, I'm really excited about this other location. We're going to do this thing. And it's over here. And it's this and it's that. And I, as he was talking, the volume faded. And I was like, wow. The door's open. And he's like not there anymore because that's the goal like he's interested in the process right he wants to create something else and i've had the same thing where it's like okay i got a pair of shoes over here we started making those a year ago right and now i'm like uh yeah like i like i'm excited yeah but i'm also more excited about we're making a series of videos with three people going on a road trip you want to see the shoe i mean granted it's someone else's shoe it's it's tomo's shoe but still i mean there are so many fucking little details oh i know you know how much one sample is of a shoe? Uh, I, 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 I bet idea. you could guess. I bet you could guess. Are we uh, one, talking about the upper or the, the, the whole sole? Sh- that sh- how much did that shoe cost? Fifteen hundred bucks. Exactly. Yeah. How the fuck did you know that? <laughs> how did you know it was fifteen hundred dollars? Um, that's insane. I just I if you don't buy like a pre-existing sole from like Vibram or something like that. Yeah. Like to put random golf club on the bottom of that is expensive. That's so interesting. To pay for like the mold. Yeah. The upper is probably the easiest thing because it's all knit. Well, and they already have that, but the taping on the back and the tongue label. That's right. so, how did you? I'm like fucking stoked that you knew that. I want to make a shoe really bad. <laughs> Hit up Sonny. He's yeah. down. Yeah, he's down, man. All right. Um, he's a good guy, though. I mean, I don't know what he's, you know, whatever. Anyway, he's <laughs> check the box. <laughs> um, uh, there's so many we yeah whatever long story not for the pod um that's funny because you know that's what's in my life right now is you know what my life feels like i feel like um i open up my egg carton and i'm like okay six are broken but six aren't right and i'm like i i I guess it's good news sure and that's just constantly the feeling Mm -hmm. it's just you know What's your constant feeling? Uh, lucky. Yeah. I feel very lucky. And like, um, grateful that I've like surrounded my people, myself with such good people. I got lucky with this factory that I work with. I got lucky with 
things being on time. Maybe that's why I'm not so tired. Yeah. I got really, really fucking lucky. I'm sure problems will arise sooner or later. They always do. Yeah. Um, but I'm just kind of taking it one step at a time and, and, uh, really enjoying building a brand. Yeah. Because it is really, really fun. Yeah. Getting to do whatever I want. It looks fun. Yeah. Like when I, when I look at what you've created, it, mm-hmm. it's created with like, um, uh, a sense of freedom, you know, in a sense of like, fuck it. Yeah. Fuck it. Yeah. That's a good feeling. Totally. It's kind of like the match is over and you're on 18 and you're like, let's try it. Yeah. You know, let's, let's, let's try something different. What could you lose? What yeah. could possibly go wrong? Yeah. The game's over. Now yeah. we're having fun. Right. Uh, what, what would you do if you weren't, I, if you, if you weren't working in fashion, cause I guess if you weren't working in golf, you would still be a buyer. I really, really like working on the brand side. So on the buyer side, even though like when you're a buyer, you're like being chased. Everybody wants your business. You're the hot chick. Exactly. Right. Being on the brand side, you are doing the chasing like, Hey, we made this stuff. Do you want it? Oh God. Um, they're like, fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want that shit. Or they, they're trying to like also negotiate and you're like, right. Yeah. We'll I'm take it on consignment. It. It's like, oh, what is that? No. What does that mean? No, you're no, like, no. well, you give us the clothes and then if it doesn't sell in 35 days, we're just going to give it back to you and never pay you. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. So yeah, don't do that. I mean, sometimes there is value in doing it. If it's like a really sexy retailer that you want to be in and it's good for the brand, then like what? Like the best in person shop and shop shopping experience is probably Dover Street. Okay. Is that in England? Uh yeah. It's based out of uh London. Okay. Is Actually, there... excuse me, it might be a Japanese brand just because I know it's owned by the Combe de Garcon family. I got lost about forty seconds ago, but <laughs> I, I hear you. Um, I, I, I go to Uniqlo a lot. I'm just going to say that. Uniqlo's great. Yeah, I go there a lot. I'm a, I'm a price guy. Mm-hmm. I like things that are really cheap mm-hmm. and that I don't, because I break things and I, and I spill coffee all over. And one of my dreams uh, as, as a young man was to have disposable socks. I mean, yeah. That's just me. And I know it's not great. I know uh, there was like an MTV Cribs episode. I can't remember if it was like Lil Wayne or like Jeezy, but he only wore one T-shirt every day, like Whoa. out of package, wear it crispy, quadruple XL white tee. <laughs> Done with it, trash. When you bring that up, it sounds crazy. <laughs> um, the socks, I felt like no, the could socks work. Are, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's something about a brand new sock. Also, because a T-shirt, it stinks like chemicals when you get it. Right. That seems crazy, but the socks. They're so fuzzy when you get them. Yeah. You never pre-wash? Wash one time, then wear, then throw out? Or it's like fresh out the paper or if like plastic bag? People that know me would, would laugh by saying that because I, I'm, a, I'm a little as possible kind of guy. Right, Simon? I'll just, I, I'm, like, what is, I'm like, what's the easiest way to open this package of balls? And I just rip it. Right. I would never. Yeah, things break yeah. in my life. You know? <laughs> um Things break, but, um, what kind of person are you? Um, in, in the reference to 
the golf box, the golf ball box. Yeah, or sure. Like, how do you open a bag? Of, how do you open a dozen balls? Very carefully. <laughs> like I'm bummed if I tear the box. Really? I think that a, a golf glove lasts twice as long if you keep that packaging. Oh, yeah, and you put it back in the back. Put it back. Kind of acts right. like a little humidor. Like the sweat makes the golf like right. stay nice. Have you been to Japan? Not yet. You're gonna love it. Well, I was supposed to go. Uh, basically like a year ago yeah to, to the day almost you, you and we were we were got shut down by the the covid everybody yeah. everyone was like cold don't go basically and you were like yeah. i guess there's no flights so no problem right right um what were you gonna do in japan what was the what was the trip um it was uh tokyo osaka we were gonna go to the i think it's nara where the deer are? Yes. Um, I'm seeing a nod off in the distance from Landon. Yes. Um, and then back to Tokyo. It was uh, it was a trip with my girlfriend and another couple, and uh, the golf clubs weren't coming. Good. I was going to meet up with the friends of ours from Clubhouse and Beams. Oh, cool. Um, for tea or something like that, but it just ended up not happening. So yeah. Sad about that. It's good you didn't go. I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. I think. I think. I think. Um. From from the little I can glean from where you are, mm-hmm. I think going now when when your towel is like dry, you'll. I, I don't know. You know, and you'll know. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I just feel like whatever you do. Yeah. You should play while you're there. Rent I hope some, so. Rent some I hope so. Yeah. Yeah. The guys from yeah. Beams will take you out. Absolutely. Or um. You know, I have a couple friends there if you need. A, a guy named Yuki you might like, and he's Correct. always down to play. And he's he's probably as good as you. I mean, he he eagled, <laughs> he fucking eagled to at Wilshire with like a casual, like it was he didn't even care. Yeah, like it was like a par four for him. And then I was like, who brought this guy? And I was like, me, me, I did. <laughs> and then and then I was just rude to him. <laughs> no, I mean that's you, early in the round. Make it was eagle. hot and Sometimes early. You gotta wait. Yeah, and he was hot on one too. I think he like lipped out for three. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, I mean, Japan is just fucking exactly like you were describing. The, the humidor care, take yeah. care of things. Yeah. And I've been to Japan five times and I still haven't learned. I still haven't. I've seen it and I've admired it, but it's as though, you know, there's that um, visitation in the prison. Like I, I'm I'm talking to it, but I'm not. I'm I live a different life. Right. I'm right. I'm, I'm I'm different. Yeah, I I, I don't really know what bad things can possibly come from like visiting it, it, there's not a single person i know that like said oh i hated japan i'm never going back i've never heard anybody say that um i, I could say i'm not I'll, I'll always go back but i right. have had difficult times there interesting i mean I, I got a i got arrested but that's a whole other story yeah you should probably don't do that but. you should you should have do you think about going to kyoto uh yeah 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 that's definitely. an easy one yeah it's not, that was actually part of the trip i yeah. think so it's just a train yeah yeah what else what's on your bucket list um bandon still haven't done bandon oh wow i know oh wow <laughs> oh that wow. was pretty easy right it's so easy um what's the bandon trip going to be like like what's the bucket list bandon trip for cole who goes how do you get there there's a there's a group of eight of us it's like a mix of new friends and old like college golf teammates that can all hang like pretty good 
and it's like big. If big you're listening, money. And you don't know what he means. He means like throw down some birdies. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't mean like get hammered. Or maybe you do. Yeah, there's plenty of that too. <laughs> um, yeah, I took everybody to Aaron Hills last year. Oh yeah, I saw that. That looked fun. It's so fun. Yeah, cheese curds and and fescue rescues. Yeah, what's a fescue rescue? It's like a. It's like a. I think it's like whiskey and ginger. It's like a it's like a highball. It's a of. it's a beverage. Yeah, it's an adult beverage. Yeah, that's probably why I don't know what it is. Yeah. Um. So you all cruise up. Mm-hmm. Are you gonna drive or fly? Um. Don't know yet. I mean, yeah, the drive is ideal. Drive's kind of fire. Yeah. There's so there's so much good golf on the way. That's I've made all- it. I've made it all the way up to, um, Pebble Beach. Yeah. Did the whole like Big Sur drive and. Some of the best golf in the world. Yeah. It's outstanding. I'm trying to think what else is on my bucket list. Well, how many hole in ones do you have? None. Oh my god. That's on that one That's too. Unfair. I know. It took my grandpa sixty three years. He, he you took it what he he went sixty three years before getting a hole in one mm-hmm. and he must have been good. Yeah. <laughs> really yeah. good. Yeah, he was good. Yeah, he was fucking good. Um what did he were you with him at at the at no. the day? No. What did he do? Did he, he uh out? so uh, my mom's parents are no longer around, but they, uh, when I was born in Raleigh, North Carolina, they moved to Pinehurst. And so they had a house there. They have a house there. I have the house now, but, uh, they just played Pinehurst every day, literally until I think my grandpa was 84, 85. What, what, uh, what course was their favorite? They lived on three. Okay. They live on I, the house is on three. Got it. So did on they the, pass away recently? Mm, no. Okay. Four or five years ago. But yeah. um, they played this little loop in the backyard. It was uh, they live on the par five dogleg right that starts the back nine. So that's uh, now the eleventh hole. It used to be the thirteenth hole, but they would play a par five, a par three, a par four, a par four, a par four. That was their loop. Five holes. Yeah. Five hole loop. What a dream. One par three, one par five, the rest par fours. And the hole in one happened in their backyard. Oh my God. Yeah. His 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 hole, maybe. Yeah. Home hole, pretty much. Wow. Yeah. That's heaven. I know. All right. Wait, you get any hole in the world to make a hole in one. What is it? What's what's Cole's hole? Um, That's a great podcast title. <laughs> <laughs> uh and if it's not a particular six. hole, what 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 is the what hole? Is ish? It six yeah. at Pebble, uh, seven, seven. Excuse me. I mean, six would be a monster hole. Yeah, that'd be one beast. in five. <laughs> <laughs> uh, seven at Pebble. You would do seven at Pebble. That would be your unequivocal. I would want to have a hole in one there above all else. Um, yeah, probably. I mean, I'm down. Still haven't either. Haven't played Pebble either. Yeah. There's a there's a hole on uh, LACC. That's uh, oh the shorty nine eight no no the long ones oh the, uh, the long one the first one yeah the first one yeah where they like built the U- or... the U.S. Open tee is like three hundred yeah. yards yeah yeah I think there's for... a kid uh on our our college team Mason Galinsky made a hole in one from the back tees no way like literally two ninety the three wood no way yeah it's like crazy downhill. It's the one I don't by. Know if um, we're thinking of the same one. It's before the par five. It's like after the drivable par four, and then the tee box is by the green. I'm pretty sure. Sure, it's nine, eight. It's seven. It's hole seven. 
Oh, so, oh, yeah, I got you. I was on the wrong hole. I yeah. see you now. So it's the first hole that heads back to the clubhouse. Yes. Yeah, yeah, now I remember. Yeah. Oh, that's right. It's like a freak par three. Yeah, that is a fucking freak. Where was the pin? Were you there? I wasn't there. I just found out last week that I got a hole in one there. The green is massive. Huge. Ooh, good question. What's your perfect tee time? The last time, the only time I've ever played golf in Monterey, we went up on behalf of this guy named Jim. Uh, Jim exclusively plays the first tee time at Cyprus and, or not Cyprus, excuse me, uh, Spyglass and Spanish. Okay. Which is probably like 6.50, 7 a.m. That's early. Frank Sinatra, Fly Me to the Moon, playing full volume. <laughs> We're doubling back on the other question. Or no, that plays at 6.50. That's what Jim does. Oh. He has a little speaker, plays Frank Sinatra, Fly full volume. To the moon. Yep. At 6.50. At 6.50. It sounds kind of like manic, actually. Make the turn like chilled red wine in plastic cups. Wow. What's Jim's line of work? <laughs> uh, I, I don't know if I can say. Oh. Honestly. Illegal. Not illegal. Uh, but not legal. Government. Government. Yeah. Another fucking CIA guy on the golf course with Cole. <laughs> Jeez. Um, awesome, man. Any questions for me? When are you moving back? Oh, hot, hot cue. <laughs> hot cues. Um, I've, we're talking about LA before the podcast started. We were, we were talking about being here and, and, and living here and how it becomes a part of your blood cells. Um, moving to Austin in September, um, was a big change for me. Great change. I love it. it so I'll just qualify this a little bit. Like, like going home to Austin, which is my home. I, I, I do love it there. It's a retreat for me. Right, it's it's a slow pace of life where I can focus on the thing that's the most important to me in my life, which is random golf club. Mm -hmm. So uh, when am I moving back? I don't know, um, but I do know that when I move back, it will be when we're at a part with random golf club that um, you know the plane has to go through a lot of things before mm -hmm. it gets to thirty thousand feet. Right. And so it'll be around there, maybe 29,000. I don't know. Depends on the air. But um, there's a lot of things that are that are super important to me. Um, so no rush. But I do I do really cherish my time here. You know, California is the place where, you know, you've seen Pretty Woman. Of course. You know, the opening line. I'm going to pull this up here. It's a it's 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 a it's a dolly shot. Mm hmm. A long crane dolly shot rolling through downtown Hollywood and a homeless guy crosses the street and he goes, Hollywood, everyone comes here with a dream. What's your dream? Everybody comes here. This is Hollywood. Land of dreams. Some dreams come true, some don't. But keep on dreaming. This is Hollywood. Always time to dream, so keep on dreaming. What's your dream? And like that that is LA. Wherever the sun is at, wherever the clouds are at, you look around and you have that feeling that anything is possible. And there's not a lot of places in the world like it. No. Thanks for joining me today, Cole. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Yeah. That was a lot of fun. Best of luck and uh please go check out Cole's work. Thick Owens, thick underscore. Right? Is there an underscore? Yeah. yeah. Thick underscore Owens. Think about it. Yeah. And yeah. then uh and Metalwood Studio. I'm super excited to uh to check it out. And Thanks, I'm excited man. to get that shirt. Absolutely. Appreciate it.